Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We're in Media. everyone and welcome to another episode of the Bollywood Cinema Club. I am the host of the Culture Cast, Chris Stashu. Every episode of this show, we take a look at an Indian cinema film from the past or the present or the future, but that's not really possible now, is it? Well, present, future, kind of the same when we're talking about a movie that came out on streaming. So release dates don't really matter anymore, at least in this country. We kind of just see things on streaming and it'll, you know, you watch it whenever you watch it. On this episode, I am joined by my good friend. If you have listened to the Culture Cast before, he is a frequent guest, uh, digital artist. Yeah, yeah, Dustin. That's a good. That's a good one. Yeah, I think so. I think that's. Yeah, why not? So yeah, so so my good friend Dustin and him and I are going to be talking a little bit about a film that came out earlier this year, September of this year. Actually, it is the first film in a. Well, in a universe of movies, so they claim, the Astroverse, a planned cinematic universe. We know how those tend to go, at least in this country, when you call your shot before you land it. <laughs> We're going to be talking about 2022's Brahmastra, part one, Shiva. So the film is directed by and written by Ayan Ayan Mukherjee. It stars Amitabh Bakchan, Ranbir Kapoor, Alabat Narjuna, Shahrukh Khan, Muna Roy, Dimple Kabadia. It has a lot of people. Some of these people, if you are a if you are well versed in Indian cinema, their inclusion will make a lot of sense given what this movie is trying to do. If you're not as familiar, um, some of these names, it, it should be obvious by the time you're done watching this movie who they're giving a little bit more screen time to. But Dustin, before we start talking about the movie, give me a little bit of your background with Indian cinema, if you have any. Yeah, not really. D- don't have much of a background in it at all. This is, I mean, I've seen bits and pieces of other films, but this is the first one I've watched beginning to end. So I'm glad that you uh, 
asked me to be a part of this because it, uh, it's a genre of film that I haven't really dove into. Well, and that, I mean, that's the thing about this show that is important for me. You know, with the culture cast, we did one one month a year of Indian cinema. But, you know, looking at kind of the trends and what the expectations were and where the audience is, it's kind of obvious to me people want more Indian cinema content. So spin this show off. And it's okay if you've never seen Indian cinema before. That's the point of this show is to introduce it to you and then get you to watch more of it because nine times out of 10, 10 times out of 10, the movies that we're watching are very good and are indicative of high quality Indian cinema. That all out of the way. So Brahmastra is the first part of a three-part film series with the first movie being Brahmastra Part 1, then Brahmastra Part 2, and then I'm assuming Brahmastra Part 3. First movie is all about the character Shiva, played by Ranbir Kapoor, who is uh, a very famous, very well-known Indian actor. He was featured on the Forbes India Celebrity 100 list and has been since 2012. He's one of the highest paid Indian actors in Hindi cinema, and he's um, a six-time Filmfares Award winner, which is the equivalent of an Oscar or an Academy Award in this country. All right. He, he plays Shiva in this film, an orphan who finds out that he is the possessor of the Agniastra, which is the Astra of Fire, because all of these people in India have the special power of the Astra. Mm-hmm. And so the Brahmastra is kind of the it's it's kind of like the Infinity Gauntlet. I mean, the the equivalent <laughs> would be the Infinity Infinity Gauntlet in Hindu mythology. The Brahmastra is a weapon that's able to destroy the whole universe, which they kind of talk about in the movie. You kind of see that in the movie. But the entire film is Shiva learning who he is meeting Ala Aliabat's character play, who plays Isha and finding out his place in the world also while running into Amitabh Bakchan and Shah Rukh Khan and a whole bunch of other kind of very well-known Indian actors. Uh, so Dustin, you were the one who wanted to watch this. You kind of brought this up to me. Mm-hmm. So why did you want to watch this movie? And what did you think watching it? So... The only reason I saw, I heard of it is the algorithm on the streaming platform recommended it for me. So based on what I've watched previously, I thought I might like this. And looking into it, watching the trailer, I was like, yeah, this looks kind of fun. And I know we've talked about this, uh, these type of films and wanting to do them. So I was like, yeah, let's do this one. Apparently, the uh, computer logic thinks thinks I'll like it. So I was pretty excited to get into it. And after watching it, I mean, first and foremost, the visuals are pretty fun. They're great. I love the lighting. That's There's always, anytime the baddies are around, there's some kind of red glow. And like I, I just think it, it's a cool effects the whole way through, hands down. And, you know, I don't know about star power in those films, but from what it sounds like, there's some star power in these movies. So it did feel very Marvel Universe-like and... To give you an idea, Shah Rukh Khan plays Mohan Bhargav, the scientist that gets... We'll be talking spoilers, Mr. by the way. Mr. Scientist. Mr. Scientist. Mr. Scientist. Uh, who's the scientist that essentially, I guess, kills himself uh, to evade their capture. He is one of the top six actors in Indian cinema of all time. He is... He's... I don't even know if... 
I mean, he's like Cle- Vin Diesel. Well, well, that's the no, thing. I'm like, kidding. I'm kidding. Well, it's, it's, I was going to say he's like Robert Downey Jr., but it's like more than that. Yeah. There's like, yeah. it would be like if in the Avengers, see, that's the thing. I don't even know who that actor would be for American cinema. Like Shah Rukh Khan is so ubiquitous that having him as Mr. Scientist in this movie and then Amitabh Bakchan playing Raghu, the, the leader of the Brahmanch, the guy with the glasses, the guru, yeah. uh, he is also as big. A, he's it's like it's like if you had George Clooney and George Clooney in your movie. Oh, okay. that's like that's I fair. don't know how else to describe it. It's like if you had George Clooney, George Clooney, and George Clooney again in your movie, because okay. Amitabh was was a, and is, but he was a, is a massive star in India. But he was a star in the seventies. Shah Rukh Khan was a massive star in the nineties and two thousands, and then Ranbir Kapoor is a massive star in like the tens and twenties. Okay. So it, it's, I mean, that's the thing about this movie is it, it's a lot. A, a lot of it is just like they have these massive names in this movie. Well, you can tell that the actors in the movie, like they're polished actors. You can tell that they're they're good at what they do. And, you know, there there's some clips of this genre of film that I've seen that, I don't know, kind of seem corny or like almost like kind of have like a B movie feel to them. Well, obviously, this one didn't have that. It had all sorts of money behind it for those visual effects. But but the actors, too, they you could tell that they're good. They're good actors. Well, and and that's the thing about this movie. I mean, it's, you know, they're trying to start this universe, the Ostraverse, which I, they're really it, it, it's it's crazy to me. This is a Marvel movie. Yeah. Ostensibly, like it it feels like a Marvel movie. It has a little bit of Marvel movie. It has a little bit of Harry Potter in it yeah. too. The whole, the whole thing with Brahma Dev being dead but not <laughs> dead. He's around but and, and don't say his name. It's like, "Oh my god, like you cop this." It's 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 a mix of a lot of very familiar things for western audiences. This is another movie similar to Triple R that came out in you know this year that have come out and similar movies have come out in the last couple years that are big budget action movies that are in the vein of the big budget action movies that they're making in Western in Hollywood. You know, this this you could stand this movie up against Avengers, really, like or, you know, Iron Man. I mean, it's more Avengers. I mean, it's its scope is a little bigger, I think. But that's that's kind of where I had to keep my head with this movie, because the writing in this movie is is not great. The no. dialogue is it, it's funny The I, I, I you know, I, I, I love that you mentioned the colors immediately and the usage of the style of the lighting, because it's always interesting to see how CGI and um, visual effects are used and interpreted through non-Western eyes. That's one way of doing it is really making sure that everything is stylistically interesting and and nice to look at and, Mm -hmm. and giving the audience something to constantly be seeing that they maybe have never seen before, or at least something that's interesting to them. Well, one to that point, there is a lot of contrast in the movie in the visuals like black bright red black bright blue like there was there was something always to like draw your attention and be like ooh what's that it's like watching fireworks well, and, and I mean, again, like it's, you know, it's no different than a Marvel movie, right? I mean, they're in, in most of these Marvel movies, again, Marvel stuff is a little bit more grounded in reality. So it's not constantly interesting. 
But there, I mean, there are parts of this movie early on in this movie where the, there's not a fair amount happening. There's a lot of stuff yeah. with uh, with Shiva and Isha in the orphanage. And that's I mean, again, it's yeah. My issue with this movie is it is it, it is taking our Marvel movies and stripping out all of the things that make the characters interesting and leaving us with the <laughs> most one dimensional characters I have ever seen like our main hero. It's it's shocking how one note he is. Yeah, he's like yeah. perfect. He he's and the kind of guy about. you'd want to bring home to your mom. Like he's perfect. He know he says the right thing all the time. Oh yeah, he's all a, the time. He's always got a quotable line. <laughs> yeah, it's it's actually insane the kinds of things his character says in the movie. Oh, you are my one love. I love you forever. I It's all about love. And what they've known each other for 3 days. Yeah. 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 yeah, and now she's pregnant with his son. It's like, "Oh my god." It's it's, you know, it what's crazy to me about this movie is the the lack of quality like dialogue is yeah. very apparent. Like anytime the characters interact with each other, it's very stilted. It's like Rumi right away. It's the prequels bad. Like it's as bad as the prequels, Star Wars movies. It threw me right away. Mr. Scientist is talking to like the assassins. He's like, what's your name, huh? He's like, oh, you're, you're a, you're a bull. You're, you're, you're a cheetah. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, why are you talking about names and wanting to name them? They're here to kill you. You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of, uh, it's like, it, you know what it is? You remember in Infinity War when they fight those dudes in the street and, oh, and yeah, Tony yeah, Stark yeah, is yeah, like, yeah. Ah, da, 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 Squidward. Like it's, again, I'm I'm not, I'm it's not. It's just be- filler. Well, I'm not bemoaning the movie. I'm just, it's no. more, it's, it's interesting to see where they're drawing influences from in Western cinema and how they're interpreting it through the lens of Indian cinema. It's something that's lost in the translation and I don't know what it is. I'm, I've been sitting last night when I was watching the movie and every time the characters were opening their mouths, the dialogue was just so, it was so banal for the most part. Like Shiva ha- it says nothing of value in the entire movie. Yeah. He he is a one note character. Okay, so let, let's build the perfect character, right? So okay, so he's an orphan, automatically sympathetic, automatically mm-hmm. sympathetic, orphan. Okay, so let's let's build on his backstory a little bit more. He's an orphan who his mom saved him from his dad, who is the ultimate evil? Question mark. Probably not, though, given that this may have influences of Star Wars and other mainstream media stuff. Okay, so his mom saved him from his dad, who was the ultimate evil. All right, so again, massively sympathetic character. And then what does he do for a living? Works in an orphanage and loves children. <laughs> like you're you're making the ultimate. If there's a Mary Sue, it's that for a male character. Like it's insane to me how he is just like Mr. Goody Two Shoes, the character. There is no complexity. I know. There's no complexity to the character at all. Yeah. Right? Or is it just is it just me? So Isha immediately falls in love with him, obviously. Right. right. He's just so lovable. And like, yes, he he is. That the the problem, the problem I have with this movie is I I enjoyed this movie immensely. I'm looking for forward to the next one i think these movies are yeah these movies are the perfect kind of antidote for 
Marvel movies in a way. It's it's giving me what I want with Marvel movies, but with the sensibilities of Indian cinema and also some killer songs. I mean, again, the, I I have things to say about the songs, but I think the 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 things that I would say about the songs probably factor back into the character of Shiva. I think my issue with this movie writ large is just they didn't do enough to make me really invested in any of the characters because it all feels very, 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 very perfect. All very perfectly well-made. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Perfectly produced. Like, this is a, you know how we talk about movies made by committee? That's what it feels like in a way. Like, it's too perfect. Like, all the dialogue is just, the, there's the character, is, there is no no shade of gray to the character at all. Nothing. And I, I just... He's the wonder boy. Right. Yeah, and, and their whole relationship was is just kind of on fast forward. If you think about this being a three-part series, and you compare that back to, like, a Marvel movie, you know, there's relationship tribulation that happens through, like, for instance, like, uh, Hawkeye and Black Widow. They're never romantically involved, but they have this push and pull the entire time with their friendship, you know, and then at the very end, we all know what happens, you know, but but their relationship has so much story throughout the whole thing. Whereas this in the first 15 minutes, these two are in love and they're, they're ride or die. Like he says, he's gonna go go save this person from God knows what. And she's like, "I'm coming with." Like you just met yesterday. Well, she 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 loves him. Yeah, and I guess to hell with the orphanage. Like, yeah, who's, who's watching that place? <laughs> well, and and again, that's that's the thing. That's the thing about the movie. Like I, you know, you you have a a very traditional plot structure. You have a a character at the beginning who dies who sets up the rest of the kind of the the rest of the movie's action of going on the quest of Shiva and Isha to learn about his past. But you have Shah Rukh Khan in your movie and you kill him in the first 30 minutes. Uh, again, it, it's, it, it is an extended cameo. They, they didn't want to pay a three hour con paycheck. <laughs> con price. <laughs> Yeah, an SRK three. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I mean, it's nice to see him. He's obviously very charismatic. He's his dialogue is some of the only dialogue that halfway works because he plays it with enough tongue in cheek where it's kind of him being smarmy. But yeah, it's too. I mean, it's too bad that he just unceremoniously bites it in the first half hour of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of did like his character from the get go. And I, I was like, Oh, they're going to kill him. <laughs> right. Like this. Yeah. And it, what's funny is again, like they saw, they saw something like Avengers and they said, okay, we have the Iron Man character. Let's put the Iron Man character in our movie. Cause again, that's feels like what that's supposed to be an analog of. Right. 
Yeah. And we'll just kill him in the first 30 minutes. I like that idea. Just don't like that it's SRK, who's an amazing actor yeah. who could have and, been used to better effect in this movie. And Mr. Scientist, like, <laughs> come on. I mean, there, there's a lot of matter of there's a lot of matter of factness with the script. Like, then they're going to find they're they're at one point they're talking about going to kill the artist. Like he has yeah. a he has a name. They say his name several times, Anish Anish Shetty. But then, then they're like yeah. the, the the artist. The artist. Who's also yeah. an archaeologist. <laughs> <laughs> he wears it, many hats. It's funny. This is this really feels like a, a Marvel movie. Again, not lowest common denominator, but it's being made for the most amount of people. What what I actually dug about it almost I mean, I'm a comic book fanatic i love you know when the marvel mcu stuff started i saw that first avengers movie and i was in you know i was like i can't wait till they do this for the rest of my life uh and they're going to (laughs) yeah boy aren't they but what i I really liked about this and it almost what kind of made it different i mean there is a strong foundation of marvel or i'm not going to say dc but uh (laughs) marvel foundation I said, this is heavily influenced by Marvel and almost nothing else. Yeah. But what I really liked about this one was what what really got me on board was the kind of uh, mythological aspect of it. Like I, I, I Greek mythology, I think that stuff is so cool. So like diving into that part of, of it with this, like, I don't know, it had me really intrigued and paying attention because it was kind of fun. Well, and I, I I agree with you. So that is, I mean, that for me is what I appreciate about this is the same thing that you said, you know, the idea that we're kind of leaning on Hindu mythology, something that mm-hmm. already exists. I mean, they have a pantheon of gods yep. who all have interesting and unique stories about them. I mean, you know, yeah. there you go. I, you so know, I'm kind of excited to see where they take that. Right. You know, and I'm with I think you. That'll be cool. And I'm with you because that for me is the exciting part about this series. The the vision. I mean, again, it's a visually arresting movie. I mean, the, the amount of money, the amount of time and effort that they put into the visuals is just it's really impressive. I just really wish that they had put more time into the script. It yeah. really suffers. Yeah. I mean, it really suffers. There are so many times in this movie where you have these grand set pieces, these massive action, action set pieces. And then it's sandwiched between two really, really mediocre scenes of dialogue where the characters are, you know, talking to one another in a house or, you know, doing just doing something. And it's like, there they have no chemistry the the lead i didn't find ron beer kapoor to have a lot of charisma frankly he just seemed kind of mechanical i don't know i again like he knew what to say every, i don't know it it seemed it didn't seem very natural his performance yeah yeah he hit everything perfectly which makes it seemed like you said mechanical or just unnatural in a way yeah, and and I haven't seen him in anything else. Uh, I have seen Amitabh and SRK in plenty of other things. Uh, we're going to be watching one of the movies that Ranbir Kapoor is in as a cameo um, at some point in 2023. But I haven't seen a lot of the movies that he's in, so I'm not sure. Maybe that's just the way he 
is. I've seen Ali Abbott in other stuff. That's the thing. Like Ali Abbott in Gully Boy was really good. She's amazing in that movie. And then like you come to this movie and she's just so stilted. And with her and Ranbir Kapoor, I just didn't get the sense that they were actually into one another. Well, and every time you see her, it's she's got this just swooned look right. all, throughout the whole movie. They cut to her and she 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 says the word Shiva probably 300 times. The yeah. name Shiva. Shiva, 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 Shiva. It's constant. Yeah. It's like, and it, it, she has again, like all the other characters in this movie, she has no character. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I. Yeah, I mean, I I understand why I understand some of the choices, because, again, they're having to really lay the groundwork here for a lot of stuff. Right They're They're trying to do another two movies and a TV show and all this other subsequent content that comes after this movie because they're setting out to make a cinematic universe. I, Marvel set out to do it, but Marvel didn't know if it was going to work. There was no guarantee that it was going to yeah. work. And they they kind of made some decisions that ended up working in their favor. But at the same time, like you, you, you can't make a movie with the sole purpose of turning it into a an extended universe. Like there, I don't think yeah. there has been anything like that since the MCU that's really worked. Dark universe, the DC extended universe, like n- none of it has worked. And if you like any of it, that's fine. But it, that doesn't mean that the extended universe stuff worked. I mean, dark universe didn't even happen. DC EU. Seemingly, there. I don't even know. Like, I don't even know the status of any of that stuff anymore. So maybe this will work. I just, I'm always hesitant when someone is putting the chicken and the egg out of order. You can't put one before the other. You can't. Ex- you can't expect that your chickens are going to hatch just because yeah. you have a bunch of giant yeah, eggs. Put it. I mean, this movie There's made a, a ton yeah. of money, right? I mean, this movie was massively oh, successful. Yeah. So it was the highest grossing Indian <laughs> cinema or Hindi film of 2022 and the fifth highest grossing Indian film of 2022. Like, yeah, that's it's nothing well, to sneeze at. There was a tweet I saw that made me laugh. It said, Brahmastra had all the Astras, money, Starcast, visual effects to make a great cinematic experience, except for script Astra. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the thing about this movie is, you know, I, 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 okay, so I know you haven't seen it yet, but I talked to you about Triple R, which was mm-hmm. the other kind of big movie like this one that came out this year, this kind of epic. I mean, these are like epic spectacles, right? It was a spectacle movie. Yeah. This is more of a spectacle than Triple R is in a lot of ways, because Triple R is still a period piece. So they're not, they, they do do some kind of wild and crazy stuff, but it's not this kind of weird sci-fi fantasy adjacent stuff. But that movie, I really felt for the two leads. I was really invested in the two main characters. I wanted to see yeah, a little better their writing. interaction and their their what they what they had to bring to the relationship on screen. And that should have been Ron Beer, Kapoor, and Ali Abbott's characters in this movie. They're the main goddamn characters. And mm-hmm. I don't care about their 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 romance plot line at all. I don't care about their relationship because they haven't the movie has not made me care. The movie just goes, all right, we're showing you interesting stuff. 
the dialogue not as important. Like again, it's a visually arresting movie, but you cannot rest on that alone. Yeah. The uh I was gonna say too, the like actual cinematography, like the camera work, everything is such a dramatic shot. Every shot, everything is a very compelling Co- well composed shot there's nothing that's just like b-roll or you know it's just everything is so polished it's like the most epic it's like one of the more epic movies you know it's epic for epic's sake and and there's and i've seen a lot of that in indian cinema there tends to be in these kinds of indian cinema films they do a lot of slow-mo or they do a lot of like yeah. really kind of trick film you know trick filming or tricks of the you know, tricks of the trade type thing this movie has a ton of that. Yeah. Slow zoom, slow pull out, uh, lens flare, you know, pan. It, it, everything's just so, like, it was almost overwhelming. I'm like, oh, man, another dr- drama shot. But, I mean, but that's maybe that's the note they were going for was to just make it, like, so epic. Well, and that's and that's the thing. I mean, it does feel in a lot of ways like, you know, if it's if it has a basis in mythology, it kind of feels like modern day mythology. Like that's what they're ultimately angling for. And I mean, again, you have the character of Shiva, who is an orphan, but he's also the son Mm -hmm. of two gods. So Mm -hmm. like, you know, he can wield the Brahmastra. Which is like, again, it's like the infinity glove, but he's also Agni Astra. So he's, yeah, uh, he's, I guess he has the, he's imbued with the power of Agni, which is the power of fire. So he's kind of like Thor. Well, that's the thing. I mean, that's, you know, the characters in this movie, like they, they're, they don't really have analogs in Marvel. I mean, there are, there are some that are close, like Shah Rukh Khan, Iron Man, but yeah, like, Shiva is yeah Thor adjacent I guess because he kind of has able to create his own fire at the end like Thor is able to produce his own lightning without the hammer but he also has the powers of a of a god yeah yeah because at the end he blocks all the fire Mm -hmm. from the universe being destroyed (laughs) I don't know how else to describe it like the universe starts getting destroyed and he has to, he stops it. He protects Isha and takes it all into him. And that's when he sprouts all the arms. Yeah. But it, what's weird is he's Superman, but he's yeah. also, you know, it's weird. Cause like the character Superman, he is he's the, the perfect, perfect character. Like yeah, you said, yeah, he's perfect. <laughs> like, and I'm not saying like, he's perfect as a character. Like the character is written with no flaws. How is that interesting? <laughs> Yeah. How is that remotely compelling is my question. In what universe is writing a character who has no character flaws compelling? I mean, there's a whole moment where the movie just stops. Amitabh goes, let me tell you about your mother and father. And then we spend 10 minutes going yeah. through flashbacks. And it's like, oh, my God, like movie. You're 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 I get I get that they have to mythologize these characters within the movie because that helps build the world and build up the backstory. But, but did they have to do it all in the first movie? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, that's the thing. You give you if it's an extended universe, you 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 don't have to do all of it now. I mean, there there's there was two Iron Man movies, a Captain America movie, a Hulk movie, an Avengers movie, all before Thanos ever happened. A Thor movie. You yeah. Know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like where where does it go from here? The stakes are already that it's the world was in the middle of being destroyed. 
Yeah, yeah. Entirely. It was already, it, we started with Endgame. <laughs> that, well, and that's the thing. I mean, that's that is the thing that is interesting when you mention it because DC did the same thing. They it's tried true, to. Yeah. They just tried to rush to the end. They said, "All right, well, you know, we don't care if you spent." 10 movies building all of this up. We know what people want. People want to see Superman and Batman and Wonder Woman together. So Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. Yep. And then what came after that? Literally Justice League. Like, <laughs> like that's the thing. And and in this in this movie, there was a dark side. <laughs> right. Well, well. Well. Well, depending on which one you watch, <laughs> depending on the version you watch. And that's the thing about this movie. This is really like if you just sat down and watched the Avengers. I want a Jack Snyder cut of Brahmastra <laughs> right. with even more slow motion. OK, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Oh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Give me more dialogue. <laughs> Give me more stilted, just, like, it would, the dialogue is so stilted, it would make George Lucas blush. <laughs> it makes the prequels look like cinema classics. That's the thing. Like yeah. everything about this movie is really good until the characters open their mouths. Like that's, yep. and that is like, it's so, it's so wild to me because I haven't seen a movie where I would contend it's totally worth checking out, but you, you just have to overlook how bad yeah. the dialogue is. Enjoy the ride. You don't have to listen to it. <laughs> Well, that, and, and that's the thing to, to speak to the ride part of the movie. You kind of already mentioned it before. It is a really cool looking movie. I, there's a lot yeah. of stuff that I've never seen before. You've got SRK flipping around and flying through the air and monkey ostring and <laughs> and, you know, right in the first like 15 minutes, Ron Beer Kapoor is performing at this festival and all of a sudden it just like it starts going crazy and Agni shows up and it just you don't see any of this there's none of this in western cinema and it's so nice to see what this can be used for by other kind of film techniques like film Mm -hmm. influences like where the influencers are coming from i i really appreciate that this just doesn't look like another marvel movie at least right yeah they they made it they made it seem otherworldly you know which was kind of cool i will say everybody's hair was on point everybody's hair was great every time you saw them their hair was perfect well, speaking of hair, I was glad to see Amitabh Bakchan in this movie playing Raghu, the guru. Uh, he is, he, he bring, I mean, again, like if you're going to get somebody for your movie who's like a god of Indian cinema, especially Hindi <laughs> cinema, it's Amitabh Bakchan. And so, so good choice for the leader of <laughs> right. The I mean, Ostra yeah, group. Exactly. Ostra group. Ostra group. Protecting your Ostras. There's even the the kids that they introduce, like the newest members of the Bermanch. Uh, is that is that what what they how they say it? Bermanch, yeah, yeah. And uh, but they say they're the Avengers of the area or whatever. They even said that. 
I mean, I will tell you, no Avengers movie has the courage to have a child being shot in the back with an oh, arrow. Man, when that happened, like I thought it was, I thought it was the girlfriend that got it, and then I'm like, oh, the kid got stabbed in the back and it's falling off a cliff. Oh wow, isn't that something? Yeah, that was a shock moment. It's it's interesting though because outside of kind of the the, the very stilted dialogue, I think it does. I think it does it a. a, a decent enough job at kind of setting up the universe yeah like i said i uh, after watching this i want to see the second one like i want to see where they take this even though they downloaded a lot in the first one (laughs) now now i want to see what happens next it's more like a with the level of exposition that they set up it's like avengers 2 yeah it's like it's it's wild how much how much just exposition they get out on screen. I mean, there that scene where Amitabh just starts talking about Shiva and his mother and father. I mean, that's like 10 minutes. And that's just yeah. one of those scenes. Yeah. And when he does that, like right away, I was like, oh, he's their kid. But then they get done with all that flashback story. And he's like, you said you were going to tell me a story about my mom and dad. And you're telling me about their battle. And it's like. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I mean, he's. Do we have to do this again? <laughs> it's like it's like it's it's like it's it's unironically the moment from Zoolander. But why male models? <laughs> yeah. I already told you, Derek. Really? <laughs> and that's the thing. Like Amitabh's character is probably second to SRK's character in terms of believable dialogue, but he's given all the exposition and he's also given the narration too so they're like all right we need you to not only narrate the movie but also essentially anytime you're on screen you're just going to be mr exposition (laughs) all right shiva come over here and let me tell you something about this thing here for five minutes and then come over here i'm gonna show the bromastra let me show you about this for for 10 minutes it's like oh my god it's and on top of everything else there's like Four or five musical acts in this movie. Yeah, those were fun. I that's the music was pretty good. Yeah, and you know that's not something you get a lot of in big action movies. You know, you know that's not in the MCU. But Be better uh, if there were. <laughs> it, it was. It was kind of. It's kind of cool. Like little mini breaks in the movie that you know you just cut loose, have a little fun. Well, and that's and catchy, man. That's very, I mean, again, that's we watch more of these together, and you will. They're all the most, most Indian cinema has it, but a lot of the contemporary stuff is moving away from it. Hmm. Some, some contemporary movies don't feel like they need to provide it anymore, or feel, you know, or there's just no place for it in the movie. So I will say, though, the music is. It kind of feels like the rest of the movie. Does that make sense? Like, it's just like, I don't know, like pop. It's just poppy. Oh, yeah. Kind of sounds a, same, same. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, not in a bad way. Arjit Singh is he he's a recipient of six Filmfare Awards and all kinds of stuff. So he is, again, really well-known quantity, obviously. But it was just a little like, I don't know. It, it Everything in this movie just feels too well done. Like, not in a bad way, just in a too well polished. You yeah. know, it's, I don't, it, it would be like, I'm trying to think of an example. It really is just like watching MCU stuff, like watching Marvel stuff. It's all very well produced. It all really looks nice. Mm-hmm. But I mean, again, maybe if Marvel stuff, it wasn't so well written, I it might be more obvious. I mean, there have been Marvel stuff that is not great. 
Yeah. I can't well, think I, of anything that's dialogue is as bad as this. Yeah. I mean, it's even, wild. Like the performances was pretty good. The performances <laughs> aren't bad. Like it's not the performer's fault. It's not no Ranbir Kapoor, Ali Abad. Like that's the thing. Like I know that they're good. Even though I haven't seen any other Ranbir Kapoor movies, I know he must be a good actor. Yeah. And he's not bad in this movie. It's just like, why make his character so bland? Like it's it's like they they had the idea of Hindu mythology. It's a starting place. Okay, so we're gonna have the character be kind of uh, all right. He has the power of the gods, but he's not a god. But he has the power of the gods, and he doesn't know how to wield it. But once he figures out how to wield it, that will allow him to prevent the destruction of the universe. Because the bad guys are trying to use the Brahmastra to destroy the universe, I guess. But why they were not able to make us care about the main character is a little bit beyond me. Because by the end of the movie, I'm excited to see where it goes, only because my hope is that whoever they introduce in the next movie is actually an interesting character. And if the way they're kind of teasing it is is any indication, it's probably going to just be like Infinity War, where it's like a Thanos movie the entire time. <laughs> For the dev character. Right. Yeah, it says, I was just looking up who they were planning on casting for that. And it says, Hrithik, uh, Hrithik, Rashan. I'm probably saying that wrong. Because I would think he would need to be a pretty badass person, too. Well, that's the thing. I mean, I feel like, really, for me, the issue that, I mean, outside of the kind of dialogue, I feel like my big issue with this movie is that, like, the, the villains are not memorable at all. I mean, the yeah, hero, really. your hero is only as good as his villain. And Mooney Roy as Janoon, who's the main villain of the movie, not, I mean, again, nobody's really given much to do, so it's going to be a problem either way. At least Saurav Gujar as Zor it is kind of cool. I think he's the one who's jumping off the walls and, and you know, he's he's the one that I think he calls Cheetah. SRK calls Cheetah at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. He's an interesting character, but neither one of them are believable threats. Yeah. Well, at the end, the guy who's like the bull, like almost like a juggernaut character. I mean, he was kind of, every time he hit somebody, he'd go, ah! <laughs> but, <laughs> but I, I kind of liked him as a bad guy. It just, it didn't, ha- let me put it this way. It didn't have the stakes. It's it's weird that the stakes of this movie are Infinity War, but there's no villain of Infinity War caliber. Yeah. It's like they, it's, it's, it's in a lot of ways, it's like that Justice League movie, the Whedon version, where the main threat is being stood in by a smaller threat who is the emissary of the main threat. That's kind of what this movie has a feel for. You know what I mean? Like it feels like it feels that same way where you're preparing us for the big villain in the next movie of Dev, but there's nobody in this movie that really is as big of a threat as you're like, it's, it's, it's his character's dad. Yeah. So I, I don't know. It was just, it was weird to me because by the end of the movie, I was really excited to see where it goes because of the dev character and kind of what that means for the narrative and how this movie ends with, you know, Shiva is now wielding the Brahmastra and he, I guess he's wielding it. It's not made very clear. I mean, 
you know, the he has the ability to stop the Brahmastra from destroying the universe. That much is clear. But by the end of the movie, I'm I'm kind of interested to see where this goes. I'm interested to see if they bring in any other bigger name Indian actors into the mix. Obviously, they already had Amitabh Bakchan, who I'm assuming will come back. They have SRK, who has obviously now been killed in the movie. But I will think it, I will think they have to have listened to some of the critiques coming out of this movie with the dialogue, because even for Indian cinema, this is really like, again, Indian cinema is, I, I am a huge fan of Indian cinema. This is bad in a way that I am not used to in Indian cinema. This is bad. in just like a bad, it's just so one note. And I don't understand why it's one note. There's an interesting story there to be told. There's some interesting drama to be mined. And instead of mining it, they just kind of go, you like perfect characters who are perfect all the time? (laughs) It's not even made clear whether or not Shiva kills his own mother. Yeah. That's like the one little piece of like gray area they kind of have, but it's kind of forgotten almost instantly. I thought they were about to drop that bomb. And then, yeah, they just move past it yeah it's like <laughs> nope never mind but the, the action scenes are fun the set pieces are fun yeah. there's you know yeah. the, the 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 set piece with uh anish shetty the the scientist is fun it's pretty over the top i mean he's just getting murdered by fucking just lit up <laughs> by bullets but again like that's for me the other indian action films that i've seen they're always very stylistically interesting they also are are they're always not lacking in style. So I wasn't worried about that with this. Like I, I knew it was going to be stylistically interesting, but I wasn't expecting it to be so just one note from a from a dialogue, yeah. from a character perspective. I mean, that's the thing. You go and listen to any episodes of this or any episodes of the culture cast, nine times out of ten, I talk about how naturalistic the acting is in these Indian cinema films, how relatable and interesting the characters are and how you're often invested in the characters completely and they're fully realized by the end of the movie i would give none of those compliments to this movie whatsoever and again i know the actors in this movie have got to be good actors because some of them i have seen in other things and they're great and some of them i haven't seen but they're they couldn't have made it into this movie if they weren't a great actor yeah yeah they just weren't given a lot to work with. You're not casting Ranbir Kapoor in this movie with the sole intent of turning it into a universe, connected universe, and not expecting it to be a success if you're casting someone who's not already a household name. And that's exactly mm-hmm. what they did. I, I, I don't know. Maybe they're not trying to ruffle any feathers. Maybe they're trying to make it the most generic thing possible to appeal to the most people possible. Maybe the next movie will be just like this one. It will be just as kind of one note and straightforward. I hope not. And I mean, that's just kind of my take on it. It's like it was made for the most amount of people with the least amount of friction possible. So there's no grit on the characters, at least the villain or at least the heroes. The villains are not even really, I mean, they kill people, but they're not like dastardly villains. I mean, they they kill one kid, but it's not one of the main villains. It's just one of their mind controlled soldiers like yeah i i I don't i don't know maybe that's the intention and if that is the intention then they were immensely successful in that but maybe do a little bit more 
because there are definitely interesting things to mine here. And I think we would both agree this is not sustainable long term. No. If they would have now thinking about this right now, if they if they would have started with the story of the mom and dad, because I mean, given what we heard about it, that could have been a standalone movie. Probably uh, will be. Well, then they sh- they should have started with that. I don't want to do end game and then do the backtrack. <laughs> I well, that's the thing. I mean, that's that is that's the other thing that we've kind of already mentioned is this movie feels like it's like setting up 8 billion different things. I mean, we see all these characters that could be main characters in their own movie. Yeah. Amitabh mentioned something that happened in the 30s, which is its own you could make a whole movie off of that or a series off of that. We yeah, you mentioned Shiva's parents, Dev and Amrita, you could do a whole movie off of them or a series or whatever the fuck. Like they've already mentioned so Probably many a whole movie things. movie on the uh Janoon character. I mean, she's just all of a sudden just there. She's bad. And, you know, she's just boom there. She's the bad. Right. She's the bad person that she's killing people. Like there's nothing behind it. Yeah, we so, literally don't get any character development on her character at all. Mm-mm. She just is there and she's killing for munch people. <laughs> and you could I mean, you could even do a prequel or yeah, a prequel with uh, SRK's scientist, Mr. Scientist yeah. character. Yeah. Again, it, they could go any number of ways here. And that, and that kind of is the problem, I guess. It feels like they're just like, shotgun, like, we'll do everything. <laughs> like, well, yeah. and again, like, I get it. It does work. And it and I think it worked here. It's just you can't you, you can't forget that there is still a movie at the center of this. It's right. <laughs> you, it's it's the commoditization of movies. That's what this movie is. It's like peak movie as a product. You know, like you're going and you're eating something just to be full. You don't care what it is. It's a yeah. it's a popcorn movie. Yep. Nothing wrong with it. We have plenty of popcorn movies in this country. I I wonder how do you think this would stack up against a Marvel movie? Kind of where where would you put this in the Marvel pantheon? And kind of what what strata is this? What is this comparable to in your opinion? Oh man. I don't know. Just because Marvel movies do strike a different no- and gosh, it's just so hard because the approach was totally different. It's it's hard to draw lines between them, but for what it was and what I saw, I don't know. It I still I still I think MCU movies are kind of the top echelon of this type of film approach. They did it right without even knowing they were going to do it right. And uh, but this this I like this better than the DCU stuff. Well, I would say that this is as as, this is as good as so we're in what phase four right now. I would say this is as good as some of the mid phase two, late phase two Marvel stuff like Doctor Strange, Ant-Man. I mean, Ant-Man is my favorite. Marvel movie Ant-Man 1 and Ant-Man 2 and Ant-Man just as a character is my favorite character but it's kind of in there it's not like the best movie I think critically because I think I I love Ant-Man but I'm not going to contend that Ant-Man is the best MCU movie I know it's not but it's my favorite <laughs> I think that this is as good as like Doctor Strange 1 and Ant-Man I'd give it the, yeah I I would say so yeah I think the dialogue is not as good, but I think all the visuals and the promise of more is, I think, that's 
that for me is like ultimately when I when I was done watching this movie, because here's the thing. I watched this movie like two in the morning. <laughs> this movie's fucking three hours long. Like this is not something you sit yeah. down to watch at two in the morning. I watched the whole thing. I watched it from start to finish in one sitting. I, I didn't want to stop it. It was so entertaining. And I think yeah. it's because of the promise think- of more. Like what's what's what comes next? Yeah. There's a lot of depth of lore that yeah. they can have a lot of fun with, I think. Well, and 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 again, I mean, this is this is a really good starting place. I mean, this is the first movie in this universe, and it made money. Mm-hmm. So I don't think we have to worry about not getting at least one, probably two more. Beyond that, do they make the TV show and the cartoons and whatever and blah, 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 blah. Who knows, right? Nobody could have anticipated where Marvel was in 08 for 2018. Like, I could never have imagined that we would get yeah, really. I totally could have. <laughs> and then we'll get Thanos, and then we'll get Doctor Strange, but we won't have the X-Men because they don't own the license for that. So there will be no Wolverine or Charles Xavier, but we'll have <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy there. Man, if that was you, fucking go buy a lottery ticket right now, pal. I, I wasn't far off. I'm not trying to brush my shoulder I rem- here. I remember thinking... <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. would be a good Iron Man, but that was only because I was reading the comic book in the mm-hmm. 2000s, the Ultimate Iron Man comic, where the, that character in that is like looks like Robert Downey Jr. So one of my favorite comic series is the Infinity Wars, and I have all those comics. And the moment they were doing all those individual movies, Captain America, Iron Man, stuff like that, and kind of got the, you know, they had, had announced like they're going to do an Avengers movie with all of them. I was like, oh, that's super cool. And then the moment they showed Thanos in the after credits of that movie, right away, I was like, oh, my God, I know what they're doing. Like, we're going to see Infinity Wars. And they and they did it. (laughs) And I was excited since that point. And and that's where I kind of walked away from with this movie. By the end of it, I was on board for whatever comes next. And I, I will I I will watch it with a heavy dose of excitement because this was a really good starting place. All of the really terrible, again, can't emphasize how bad the dialogue in this movie is. It's laughably bad. You would not be remiss if you laughed at half of the dialogue in this movie. I chuckled at like half of the things the characters in this movie say. It's so just white nighty, like fucking just it's so cringy yeah it's corny yeah yeah, it's just so dopey and 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 again it's like false sentimentality it's like who who, nobody's actually like this nobody talks this way you are talking this way (laughs) like a character in a movie but even with all of that where this movie ends up was so interesting and the promise of what we will get next i think is so different from anything else that we have seen that i think whatever it is i'll be excited to watch it but you could do worse than this as a starting place you could do better but dc didn't do better than this man of Uh -uh. steel is not better than this movie Uh -uh. now do you know they made a big splash with this movie right it was like you said throw everything in it make a big splash so what do they do with the next one? I mean, it's got to be just as big or bigger, right? Well, that's the thing. I mean, that's why I was saying, like, I don't know who else they could get, what other Indian cinema actors they could get. I mean, there are people that they could put in this movie. They could get Amir Khan in the next movie. They could get uh, Rajni Khan. They could get, um, oh, God. 
um, Anil Kapoor. I mean, they could get plenty of people for the next movie. I, again, I don't know if that's the answer. I, I think, you know, whoever they cast as Dev obviously is going to be a big question and that's going to be an important role to land. I just think that they, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where they go. I Where they left it is Dev is escaping. Yeah. I, again, I don't know enough about Indian mythology or Hindi mythology to have an idea where they go. And again, it's it's kind of main, you know, modern day reinterpretations of Hindu mythology. So now I don't know if you did what I did, but I did watch through the credits just to see if there was a post credit scene. An end credit scene? <laughs> no, they did it before. Yeah, it happened. It kind of the movie kind of ended and then like boom, they went into another scene. Which I kind then, of appreciated. Yeah, you don't have to make me sit around and wait. Well, I mean, I'm already like jacked up. Don't yeah. don't let me come down. Like, keep that dopamine train rolling, baby. Like, for real. Like, what's, you know, I remember, I remember when they did that at the end of the second Matrix movie. I was like, well, you're making me fucking wait. Like, get out of here. Yeah, and that's the thing now. Everybody just sits around in the theater after the movie's over waiting for whatever post-credit scene there is. To the point of like IGN and some movie websites are like, is there a post-credit scene? It's like, no, there's not. Or yes, there is. And it's like, oh my God. The fact that you have to comment on it now, that's how commonplace they are. That's Or some movies do a mid-credit scene. Oh, yeah. And an end-credit scene. And, and a so, pre-credit scene. So so people leave and they're like, oh, there's another? Oh, crap. Yeah, I have. I've run into that too, yeah. I don't know. I mean, again, I don't know where they go from here. I don't know what the next Brahmastra movie holds, but it's supposed to come out in 2025. So that's three years from now. Put it on the calendar. Yeah. Does it come out in 2025? Who knows? <laughs> that's the expectation. I'm hoping it does. This movie was a lot of fun. It's not much of anything in a lot of ways. It's it's like a it's I wouldn't say it's like a fast food meal, but it's like it's like snacks. It's popcorn. It's a popcorn movie. Do not yeah. expect to get much out of it other than being entertained. And to be fair, movie's not doing much else. Movies existing. This movie exists to entertain you. It's not yeah. asking you to do much. It's not even it's not even expecting that you're going to ask it to do much other than entertain you. And yeah. that's maybe why the characters are drawn so broadly, yeah. you know, but it works. I mean, it works. Criterion thought provoking dialogue no. here. <laughs> no. And, and again, like I would like if the dialogue was better and less stilted and felt more like two people talking as opposed to two robots talking. Yeah, it, it would have elevated the movie. But the sure. movies, but the movie already has a lot going for it. So yeah, Dustin, final final thoughts on Brahmastra Part One, Shiva. Well, we've said a lot of it already. I I am on board for number two and probably number three if number two is like number one. Uh, is just fun and like you, I think you said it just a minute ago. Like the dopamine, like it was a ride and it kept you going, like kind of amped up the whole time, and that was that was kind of fun and we talked about this before uh watching the movie uh if any listeners are going to watch it don't watch it with english audio dubbed over because that'll it's, just make it even worse oh it's i don't <laughs> did you watch any of it, no. it, it i did i, I watched a little bit and it, it if yeah if you think the subtitles are bad yeah if you already the, think the script is bad 
<laughs> oh my the dubbing is the dubbing will make you laugh it's just yeah i yeah it's don't if yeah just don't yeah and then just yeah just the fi- other final thought the visuals are just so good and it was just fun to watch by and large because of that because it's just just exciting in that respect yeah no i i i agree you know it's it's a movie that's similar to Triple R. It's a big spectacle with a lot of wild, weird, exciting new things to see that you maybe have never seen before. And it's a it's a visual smorgasbord of CGI effects. Does it live up to the character building of Triple R, a movie that I immensely enjoyed on all fronts? No, but but it doesn't have to to be entertaining. Right. You know, ultimately, it just has to be three quarters of the way entertaining, because even in the best action movies from Western directors, sometimes the dialogue there isn't amazing. However, in this movie, it, it really is like prequel, prequel levels of, of bad. That being said, I like you like you've echoed. I am excited for the second one and the third one and whatever other pieces of media they decide to create to tie back into the Ostraverse. Because, yeah, unlike the Dark Universe, unlike the DCEU, I think the Ostroverse may actually have some legs to it, which is super cool. Yeah. And in 2022, a.k.a. earlier this year, the director of the film went to Los Angeles and was talking directly with Kevin Feige all about uh, during an international movie summit, all about uh, probably universe creation. So who better to uh, crossover? (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> who who better really to learn from or to pick pick the brain of, right? Yeah. If I'm doing something like this and I want to make a connected universe, there's one person I want to talk to and it's Kevin Feige over at Marvel. So, for sure. So yeah, no this this was fun and by the way, in case you want to know where to watch this movie, it's on Hulu right now. If you have a Hulu subscription, you can watch this movie and you should. It's just that easy. Yeah, you don't have to even there there've been movies that we have watched for this show that have been Harder to find than this. This is an easily accessible movie. Just like Marvel movies. It's easy to find. It's on Hulu, a, a, a streaming platform you may even already have. So, And if you don't usually watch movies that have English subtitles, step out of your comfort zone. You're going to enjoy it. And then you've got something interesting to talk about at work with your coworkers. Be like, hey, I watched this movie called Brahmastra. <laughs> Well, and honestly, I would advocate for just turning the subtitles on all the time anyways with everything. Yeah. I don't watch without subtitles anymore. Like, it actively bothers me if I watch something without subtitles. I I always have closed captioning or subtitles on because it started that way with uh, our first daughter because we turned the TV way down, don't want to wake her up. So we just watch the closed captioning on. Now we do it because we can't hear it anyway. Because the kids are playing so loud. Well, and also, from what I have heard, putting subtitles on is good for kids with their kind of reading thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, you're still reading, so. Yeah. And our seven-year-old has caught stuff that comes across the screen. There you go. Like yeah. uh, the Bramanch. Bramanch. The Bramanch. So until next time, you can find me over at weirdingwaymedia.com. That is the website where all the podcasts that I work on Until the next episode of the Bollywood Cinema Club, you can find me over at weirdingwaymedia.com. That's the podcast network where you can find this show along with a whole host of other shows. True crime, narrative, 
all different kinds, supernatural, paranormal. If you can't find it on there, it's probably not worth listening to. As for me, you can find me over at cstashu.com. But again, Weirding Way Media is really the best place to go. As for this show, BollywoodCinemaClub.com, social media, if you want to, if not, whatever. Social media is dead, <laughs> what I've heard. And uh, yeah, Dustin, thank you so much for joining me. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. Can't wait to do another. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll catch you on the next episode. 